so y'all, I got a question. Shoot. Do yeah. I need some answers? Ooh, y'all like that? No. Nah. Damn. Well, you, go ahead with your question. I don't question, think there's though. ever going to come a time where you ask that question where we answer yes, God, if I'm, you're saying I'm going to keep trying, though. But serious we'll question. Trying. Keep shooting your shot. <laughs> Shoot your shot. <laughs> so I think I masturbate too much, y'all. Oh, man. That sounds like a real problem. It, it, I, I think How so. often do you masturbate? I probably <laughs> masturbate probably uh, probably like two to three times a day. Okay. So yeah, you got me beat. Yeah, yeah you, got, you got a damn problem. I do it at least once a day, sometimes twice. Like, I can masturbate. Like, let's say I masturbate and I got to watch a good scene off X videos. Like, it's a particular scene I have to watch. Like, either... <laughs> Like the girls giving head. I watch a particular type of porn. I don't have a particular scene. I like the scene, like head or if she's riding. I like girl on girl. Uh, you know, yeah, I, For I me, I said I. I can do Nicole, that. darling Nikki, I like girl. Darling girl. Nikki underscore eighty four. Oh, why do you like that? Because I love head, and so that's mostly what that is. And so it's more like POV for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. It's not because like. I have urges to like sleep with women. Um, Are you sure? I'm positive. I've tried it. I'm strictly dickly. Um, I experimented. I don't like sleeping with women. I just don't get anything. <laughs> Did out you of experiment it. in college? No, I was good and grown when I experimented with women. And I, you know, I gave it the old college try. Like the first time I was like, this was cool. I tried it again. I was like, ah, nah, I like dick. So, um, but I still like girl on girl. Um, I masturbate probably once, maybe twice a day. But like, where do you find the time? In the evenings after work, after Mm. a long day, I like lay my towel down and I get my little scene well, set I up see, I gotta see this damn and towel. I, <laughs> I, I, you know I go to my if like towel categories talk, right? <laughs> listen <laughs> that towel could talk and be like bitch throw me away I've seen too much um, um but yeah so like I, I you know have a, a certain type that I like I watch it you know please myself clean up Usually I'm like, let me leave my drawers off just in case I want to do it again. Right. Um, So that's why I say once or twice. Um, But yeah, at least at least once a day. And I mean, like, even when I'm having sex, I masturbate. Like, Uh, I just have very high sex drive. So like, even if I'm sleeping with someone consistently, I still like to get myself off there's nothing like getting yourself off real quick because who knows you better than you yeah right? who knows you better than hopefully you. you'll find somebody that knows mm. you better that than you make even y'all thought lazy. you knew yourself mm. afterwards i've jacked off at work what <laughs> i'm Can not walking around about <laughs> at, like, like that. no jacked off at work dog what the fuck? <laughs> no i have to like shower after yeah, so i'm not gonna at do work, that though? at work yeah, i've jacked off at work because there was a really big bathroom and I don't know whose towel that was. <laughs> Sorry, so this is so bad, You're y'all. Gross! Oh my god! And I, 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 I watched these videos towel. and I was jacking off. Did and you I use like off, headphones? And I, and I jack off with my left hand. By the way, I don't know if y'all want to know that, but I well, do. we know now. Well, you do, you know now. And I do use, I did use headphones. Okay. And <coughs> I was jacking off, and I nutted on the floor, and Ew. I was like. Oh, it's not on the floor. So uh, I got the towel, I cleaned it up, and I cleaned my dick off. Not with the towel, though, with paper towels. And yeah, so 
I, I felt Shouldn't like I had to get it off. Maybe clean the floor with the paper towels, and then your I penis cleaned the with floor the with the towel that was first. There. First, gotcha. yeah, because sometimes it leaves a stain. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Godliness, that's right. It absolutely is. You know yeah. what? And <laughs> go ahead, baby. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and I felt great. I just had to get one off while I was at work. I, that the need overcame me, and I just had to bust one off. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> at work, off. though. At work. I mean, there, there's something wrong with that. And to answer, I guess, your initial like query, I do think that you have a problem. And that's coming from me, somebody that <laughs> to, to masturbate often. I've never yeah. gotten myself off at work. You should never. try it. I, it's too messy. I couldn't How do possibly. How the time? Let me ask you this, then, Cole. Have you ever felt like you wanted to just have that? Off, you know, just get it off at work. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I just, the cleanup is too much. You just don't. Just but, because of the cleanup. But if the cleanup wasn't as much, Oh, you would. I would probably Isn't be like, the I'm going to go. anticipation better? Like when you know you're going home to something or like you're going to see somebody like nah. just keeping it. Well, I don't go home to anybody either, but I'm just saying, like, maybe if you have somebody like, oh, I know I'm going to see this person like, no, like I am I can be equally excited about both. Like I will be excited about the like prospect of getting some later but again i just have very like heightened urges and so i just have to satisfy like you know i have to satiate that need but we'll we'll get into more of that on the actual sex episode so can't wait for that to come out <laughs> 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 the sex episode that's yeah. the one coming Derek really wants to record coming you know. soon you drop that ASAP. <laughs> but uh, with that let's let's get right on into the show so hey guys it's darling nikki and I am here with my wonderful co-host, Black. What up, though? AP. What's good? And Ty. And up, we are The Quad. So if this is your first time tuning in, then welcome. And if you guys caught us a couple weeks ago, then welcome back. Um, we are still kind of figuring things out and deciding what works for us. So we're all taking turns moderating right now. So this week, you got me. So... We're just going to jump right into it. Um, I feel like there's been a lot that's been going on lately. Um, recently, we just found out that Khalees did an interview and she was talking about the abuse that she suffered at the hands of her ex-husband, Nas. So did any of you guys see the interview? How did you feel about it when you heard the news? Yeah, I saw I saw the uh, interview with uh, Khalees, and um, it was very um, very dramatic. Um, she she very, she went into details about how she how she was abused, how she had bruises all over her body. Anytime that happens, man, it's just it's just not a good situation. Yeah. But she found you know the courage enough to step away from that situation, so that's always a good thing. Um, and hopefully, Nas. You know, it's not abusing anybody else. Yeah. In that sense, so. Right. I really didn't get to watch the the full on interview like you did. But anytime there's situations like that where it's domestic, where it's domestic violence, anything like that, that's just wrong on all accounts. Right. And, you know, you always feel bad for that for that woman because, you know, that shit sucks. And that's, you know, isn't that one of the leading cause of the death, like domestic violence. In black women, yeah. I'm not sure. Honestly, I don't know. I'd have to look amongst black women. It's a bad situation. In women, period. Women, yeah. period, just getting, you know, uh, beat on. That's yeah. that's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It is. Terrible. I mean, 
just like with the fab incident, I was really disappointed to see how many people were like, well, there are two sides to the story, kind of like excusing the behavior or trying to act like, you know, Khalees did something wrong or like Nas was incapable of it. Like, I don't know what it takes for people to really like believe a woman when she says that she's going through something. Right. I think Um, people paint these celebrities like their characters, you right? Know, like, right. oh, Mickey Mouse False would idols. never hurt. Yeah. You know, it's like they're a character, but these are real human beings that go through different emotions and, and feelings and mental health issues. Because I definitely think for you to put your hands on anybody, male or female, you have a mental problem, right? Um, so, and my friends, some of my friends told me this is something that I didn't even know or I missed it, but a, apparently, um, his ex-wife Carmen mm-hmm. said that he abused her as well. Like she wrote a book mm. years ago and she mentioned it. And so I guess it's one of those things that's been out there, but people weren't talking about it. Right. Um, and so it's just disappointing that he's been able to to kind of go on and have a thriving career. You know what I mean? Yeah. Considering that he's. <clears throat> got a history of abuse. Right, so. right, right. And, but some and, women are just afraid to, absolutely to afraid. come out and speak about it. And she said though. that. She absolutely. said, I think she said it wasn't, I wasn't ready or I, it wasn't my time or something like that, she said. Yeah, yeah people are, are mentally traumatized. You know, you're, you don't know what people are going to think. And even now, like, mm-hmm. because she's come out after the fact and we are not seeing the physical scars people are questioning her credibility and it's just like you don't want to have to like subject yourself to that sort of like you know ridicule or like line of questioning or you know confrontation because people love Nas so much that they just don't think that he's capable of it you know what I mean but like you said AP we're all humans so the only one's capable of doing anything and it makes me think about what you just said with you know abuse and mental health would is that considered you know a mental illness i think so i think that there's a lot of um character traits and different um actions that we do that people don't classify as being a mental health issue but i think that it you know it is anytime that you can't self-regulate or have control over yourself there is a mental block there is something that is causing you not to be aware or cautious to not do something wrong and the you know so yeah if you feel the urge to hit someone and not be able to control yourself or have some type of self-regulation then yeah there's a mental and that doesn't mean that you are bipolar or whatever the case may be but for that and sometimes you've heard people in court cases where they had um temporary insanity for however long minutes or whatever but something in your synapses i'm an education major please forgive me that means there's something along your brain wavelength that causes you not to be able to um react in a manner that which is yourself like you know what i'm saying like like a chemical imbalance like a chemical imbalance and that people don't even understand that can happen at the snap of a finger you know you can just black out and just not be yourself you know so when that happens you do things out of your character yeah Yeah, and i mean i think sometimes i do i do agree with you but i think that there are other times that it's also just a learned behavior oh yeah Um, yeah and like so i'm gonna use chris brown as an example um like he witnessed his mom, you know, be abused when he was growing up. And I feel like that has played a role in how he expresses himself with women. You almost, know what I mean? And his like um his interactions with women. You know what I mean? He yeah. 
everybody knows about the Rihanna situation. There were allegations that he abused Karuche as well. And so I think that that all plays a role yeah. into that. Um, so, yeah, I do think it, it is a, a mental health, like, issue but I, I still think it's something that you need to get help with like th it's not excusable just because yeah. you don't know how to self-regulate knowing that you need to try to go get help and so i think that's the bigger issue like yes there there might be a blockage but if you recognize that so it, go get that, help. yeah right yeah. if you recognize yeah. that you need to have a little bit of self-awareness to say <clears throat> okay this is a problem something i can't control but it is a problem nonetheless mm -hmm. right um Absolutely. so and don't be afraid to get you know, help. It's not to say you're a monster, you know, or you're not capable of being healed. Just be reactive. Like, go get some help. Right. And here's the here's the thing, and you know, let's just keep it, you know, all the way real. With with black with black people, our black society, mm -hmm. we keep everything in. Absolutely. And we don't want to talk to anyone mm -hmm. we don't want to go talk to anyone like i was taught at a young age like you know hey Derek, what goes on in this house stays, stays in this house, house. absolutely and I'm pretty sure we've all heard that oh yeah you know, my dad has told me that my mom has told absolutely. me that aunts uncles you know what goes on in this house stays in the house but sometimes that's not that's not a good thing you know no. if if something's going on not saying that anything is going on in my in my home mm -hmm. but if something is going on to that magnitude you know where let's say you know, I see my dad, you know, hit my mom or I see my mom hit my dad. You know, you know, you should talk about those things right. because that can have a, a detrimental effect yeah. on you coming up. Yeah, you can, you can become a product of your environment. So, um, fellas, y'all listening, if y'all have any issues or anything like that, man, it's you won't be classified as, you know, looked at as a punk or anything like that. If no. you go seek the help that you need, just don't put your hands on anybody yeah. especially a woman i think internalizing things is unhealthy in general and i'm a big proponent for like self-care whether it be mm -hmm. you know taking yourself to the spa if you need it or going to therapy if you need it as well like it's all a part of taking care of oneself and so um something that is important to me is just wanting to destigmatize the way that mental health issues are perceived in the black community right. because I, I do think that we've been taught that you keep everything to yourself mm -hmm. and you don't let other people know what's going on. And yep. I think that we're or creating this, right. I think that we're creating this like culture of men and women that don't know how to fully express themselves and be their whole selves because they feel like they have to act a certain way because they've been taught that men act this way women you know act a certain way um so you know if you need help get it Absolutely. um so another thing that i recently found out about apparently sierra called out future i know this is your boo so mm -hmm. i'm sorry for missing out <laughs> on visits with their son um you know we all know that they had a very like we all know that they had a very like public relationship and breakup um, and even still have a very highly like contentious publicized like co-parenting relationship. Even though he has a lot of kids outside of his relationship with Sierra, everyone focuses on that one. Um, but he's been missing some of their scheduled visits or he'll cancel at, you know, the last minute, which is messing up her schedule. So um she also claimed that when Future goes to visit his dad in Georgia, he ends up spending most of the time with his grandmother or great-grandmother. Yeah. Um, so 
you know, we haven't heard a lot else about that. So we're going to kind of see how that yeah. story develops. But do you, what do y'all I think just, about it? Yeah, I, I just, yeah, that, that's crazy. Cause you know, that that's your son, no matter how many kids that you have, it's your responsibility to make time for your kids. And it's like, it's, this should be no excuse for you to miss any visits. Uh, it's not, it's nothing that should be more important than your child. Especially if he has health issues, which I think they reportedly said that. Love right. future, future? Love future. future. He's got yeah, love future got yeah. some health issues or whatever. Mm. So, and uh, they documented that Sierra uh, reportedly said that he was missing out on 37% of the visits. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty damn high. Yeah, that's pretty so, significant. So, I mean, it, it's, it's no excuse. You got to spend time with the kids. Yeah. Your kids, that's your responsibility because you got to, you know, be a part of their lives. If you're not a part of their lives, you know, that's, that's kind of what we went through with the uh, Chris Brown situation and everything. Like, you know, you, you want your child to know that they have a father in their life, especially if, you know, you have a son because when he grows up, you know, he, you know, you want him to have the same respect for another young lady that he meets that he wants to get married to or just have a child with um, you want to make sure that he understands that spending time with your kids is, is very important. And that goes right. back to parenting. I think that that's the most important thing, you know, to adults, like who your parents are. That's that whole, that's the foundation of who we are. And I think that, um, I read, I think I talked about it too. when I was talking about future. I'm not sure. I read an article on when he was in time magazine. What was he on? I forgot. Rolling stone. That's what it was. And he talked about his childhood and how, he, you know, would be under the bed when the feds would bust open his door. And, you know, I think his mom sold drugs or his family sold drugs or something crazy. And he just retold these stories and it was just so traumatizing. And my thing, and not to justify him being a slack parent, but you can't um, expect someone to be something that they were never taught to be or was never shown to be. Right. And, um, it's, it's it's just a sticky situation you know what I mean I'm not saying blame future's mother on how he raises young future but it says a lot about how he was parented you right. know so and I think that that is important to to note because I I feel like a lot of people look at a lot of these black men and women that are in hip-hop in that industry and it just looks like they're using drugs because it's trendy and Mm -hmm. it's cool but a lot of them started using it as coping mechanisms because of the trauma that they faced as kids and so we just look at it like they're doing it because it seems cool but really it's a way for them to suppress those traumas that they experienced and back to future when i first listened to him when he talked about lean i was like why is this guy talking about cough syrup and like all he to me was the first rapper that i heard i know it was several at that time but i used to just always talking about or think about why does he talk about these mollies and these drugs and then I read the Rolling Stone cover or um, article and I was like, okay, that's exactly why, right. you know, he's doing this, but yeah, it's, it's a sad situation. And I hope that, um, all of this is alleged that we're reading. We we're, we're going to continue to follow the story, but I do hope that, um, they, they work this out because it's, it's really important to be a good parent. I agree. It, it, 
makes the world a different you are literally raising a human being and I'm not going to go on a tangent but I'm an advocate for young children and I just really think it's important to know how to be a parent and there are so many resources to help you if you don't know how and you don't have to be afraid and uncomfortable and embarrassed if you don't know how to change a diaper to if you don't know how to talk to your kids about sex if you don't know how to talk to your kids about bullying and their feelings it's so many resources that you guys that are out there for you guys to utilize and just you know we're going to give you some at the end of this um episode i'll be sure to list some resources that can help you but um it's it's, it's just really important guys be be good parents and and if you don't know how to be there are resources that can help you and i oh go ahead babe. i'm sorry, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I, I take everything that y'all say in and i i really do appreciate it uh you know out of this group uh, I believe <laughs> that I'm the only one that is a parent. You are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my thing is <clears throat> you have to, as far as being a parent, from my experience, and I don't know everything, um, I'm, I'm still learning. I have a, a daughter who's 11, have a son who's 8, and, you know, they're two different people. And with my daughter... It's, you know, it's, there's things that, you know, that we do that me and Diggy can't do. And with my, with my son, there's me and things that, there's things that me and Diggy can do that, you know, Kalia can't do. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all about loving your kids. And like with me, I'm a, I'm, I'm my kid's biggest fan. You know, you know, I praise them when they do things right. Mm -hmm. You know, I get on them when they do things wrong. But at the end of the day, it's about, you know, showing them that love. Showing them that love that, you know, you want them to exude when they get to a point where, you know, they have kids. And then, you know, their kids have kids. You know, it's because at the end of the day, you know, Future, in his situation, you know, I can understand that him being so traumatized as as a young boy, you know, your parents, you know, feds running on, on your parents. I've never experienced anything like that. But sometimes, you know, it has to stop. Right. You know, it has you to break stop. Cycle. You got to break that cycle. You got to break that cycle. And, you know, just because he had a, a, a negative experience with his parents doesn't mean that he has to continue that cycle with his young son or his or any of his kids right he's got a few and that's what i was gonna say um i feel like and i'm not blaming sierra for her choice in the men that she's dated or you know conceived children with but i feel like there were a lot of like rumors about him being an absent parent in the lives of his other kids before she and and he started dating um and so i just think that's uh, a good segue for the show because today we're going to be talking about dating someone's potential. Um, and so before we, we kick the show off and really get into the meat and potatoes of what the show is about, I did want to ask you guys what it look, what you guys look for. I'm sorry. When you are choosing a romantic partner, their well, beliefs and morals, um, you know, their religious background, I think it's more suitable of a title, but, um, for me, I, you have to be a Christian before I will even consider dating you. Um, so obviously, God fearing, you know, that is something that I'm asking off gate. You know, do you believe in God? You know, again, I always say you don't have to go to church every Sunday, but you have to believe in God. That is something that I'm just not willing to um, 
to look over or grow into. So what if they believed in a different? Nope, you have to believe in the Heavenly Father. You have to believe in God, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. You have to believe, absolutely, you have to believe in the Bible. Christianity will be our religion, (laughs) and I'm not budging on that. Not the Quran. Not the Quran, not the Islam. I'm sorry. Um, Shout out to all the Muslims and everybody (laughs) believes in that. And that is going to be an episode, too, when we talk about religion. And I'll go more into my Muslim um, experience. So shout out to them (laughs) we'll go into that That, that's another episode so what do you guys look for oh man i I look for i I can agree with ap on that but i'm also look for somebody that you know you're compatible with somebody that you can you know that's going to be like your team you know Mm -hmm. you you can work with as a team because at that you know in life it's going to take a lot of that because both you know both of y'all are individuals. We all we all are our own individual person. So, and we got you know separate goals. So, in order to I think make it like really work, you want to be with somebody that's can um, you know that's going to support you in your dreams and in your goals. Um, somebody that you can you know be compatible with. That's that's going to be very important when moving forward. All right. I know, man, but you, I know you, I I, I know you about to give us some shit. Right. Some shit, it'll probably be some shit, (laughs) but what do you look for? (laughs) You don't know how to follow it up. I know you about to give us. I want to be ratchet. You can be be yourself. yourself. Be Be yourself. That is is all that we want from you. Be Derek. Derek Brown is. Shout out Black. to, to me, yourself. Shout out to yourself. Shout out to me, y'all. No, like, for me, you know, I'm a man. I, I have to be physically attracted to you. Okay. I have to be attracted to you. I, I, I'm looking at you. I have to look at you. I, I see with my eyes, y'all that shit. But you know, I, but you know, yeah. people gonna change as they get older. I get, I get. Or, 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 or yes. anything, can anything can happen. I get that, but I have to be, I have to be physically attracted. What's your example? Omar? My example is just because. Okay, e, say you know, there's a chick that you like that you may not find her physically attractive. You may not find her attractive all, but I do, you know, different strokes for different folks. So I have to find a physically attractive, Um, you know, personality. I'm big on laughing. If she can make me laugh, you know, that's that's an easy gateway to my heart. So physical attractiveness, personality, and, you know, that's that's what I'm attracted to. That's what I like. I I feel like there's a reason we're best friends because Mm -hmm. I feel like we're similar in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, I don't think that I have like a laundry list of things that I look for in a mate um but i am very like specific about about the things that i want um now i will say this the last guy that i dated was nothing like my ideal guy um and coincidentally he was like the first person that i fell in love with but we were incompatible on so many levels that it helped me realize that I don't want to change my standards and what I'm looking for. Like, I don't want to relax that. Um, So like Derek, I don't want to say I'm superficial, but I do also have to be physically attracted to you. And I know that people change like as we age, you know, you're going to look different. But I think if there is an initial physical attraction for me, once I get to know your personality and I fall in love with your spirit and all of that, the looks aren't going to be as important. So like if something happens, then I'm not going to be like, well, I can't be with you anymore because you look different. But in the beginning, initially, 
I have to be physically attracted to you. So um, remember, Cole, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like. Crack. Yeah, I feel like subconsciously we all right, and I, and that's why I don't like, like when people that. are like your personality because so, the first thing that you see when you see someone is right. their personality. So I'm not seeking out someone unless you're around that like, person, like you yeah. work with them or something. Like exactly, you just spend that much time with them, but yeah. So I think subconsciously we all have to have some sort of attraction. You're not just walking up to people Absolutely. that look like Flavor Flav. Like <laughs> your personality <laughs> is just so beautiful to me. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I will say. That this um one of the things that i will not relax my standards on is height and i've tried it before it didn't work i'm not trying it again i'm at the age now like i'm 33 and i feel like i've been single for a good amount of time so much so that i'm very happy like being alone because i'm not lonely and so i'm looking for my Mr. Right. And I feel like the Lord knows my heart. So I don't feel like my He's Mr. Gonna right is going to be 5'9". So I don't feel bad for being a heightist. So my Mr. Right. I'm going to tell you what he what he looks like. You have it written is. down, Cole. I do. Oh, Y'all know I like to plan stuff. So he's like 6'3". <laughs> he's handsome. Brown skin. He's handsome. family oriented with a good sense of humor. Like Derek said, I need somebody that can make me laugh. But I also need somebody that like respects and supports my hustle. So that is so important. I'm like building a brand. Y'all see me on Instagram trying to do my little Beyonce three pictures in a row. Like I'm building a brand. So I need you to understand why I'm so busy and respect it. And if I need you to get these angles and take the right pictures for me, like I need you to be a part of this. You got to put one knee in the mud. Exactly. Or just know like this is why I can't see you today. Or this is why when we are together, like I'm focused on something. Right. It's so important. Yeah. I had a guy that I dated and he was like, you're always so busy. And I'm like, yes, I'm building a brand. Mm -hmm. And I think that like I'm big on reciprocity. Like you've seen those memes where it's like, ladies, if you want a successful man, you have to expect to be with a busy man. But they don't extend that same courtesy to the women. women. Absolutely. It's like you're just supposed to be available whenever Mm -hmm. he calls. And so you're not going to hit me up on Saturday like let's go do this because nine times out of ten I already have plans now I will make plans for with you you know what I mean right um and I'll make time for you but you have to ask me out in advance I just want that like respect to absolutely of my time um if I'm free I may not go just because right sometimes I just need some me time sometimes being busy also means like being busy by myself right or it just means like (laughs) no i want to show you like i'm not going to be available every time you pick up the phone and call me you know right i'm busy by myself like (laughs) i also i mean i also did that with like men even if we were just like sleeping around like i would tell them you got to book me in advance don't hit me up after the club right trying to like come over you know that you're gonna want to fuck later hit me up before and be like i'm going out tonight you want to get up later cool we've made plans i'm cool with yeah. that i don't like that disrespectful 3 a.m nope. you up shit nah no um so we need that, that <laughs> 72 hour notice exactly right. listen you gotta book me in advance so yeah. what does it mean <laughs> to you guys don't do that what do you guys think that it Cole means loves the plan. <laughs> I, I really do like i have said everything I, noted I okay Listen, I'm a pencil. At five fifty-seven, I'm gonna ring the doorbell. <laughs> exactly. By six oh five, you should be doing this. Listen, listen. I feel like that's a few minutes too late. If you're late, then it just it just depends the whole on flow. who the person is. Okay. I might be <laughs> like, it's all right. Some people, right? <laughs> Some people, I'm gonna be like, you know what? I went out. Don't even worry about it. Um, 
So <laughs> exactly. Um, so today we're talking about dating someone's potential. What do you guys think it means to date somebody's potential? Wow. <laughs> I feel. I, I, yeah, that's a that's a. It really, is a loaded a, question. That's, this that's is a, a very like heavy. Yeah, that's that's a really good question. Topic. I mean, I, f- I feel like dating someone's potential is like what you see in that person. Mm-hmm. What you see, you see that they're they have you know specific goals. They they have something that they're working towards. And I feel like dating their potential is like, okay, can I, you know, support this, what they're doing? <clears throat> they have the potential to, you know, grow so much, you know, with, with whatever they're doing. Um, not only, <laughs> the only thing with that is how long are they going to be, or how long have they been, you know, doing this? Um, right. And that's something we're going to get into. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So statute of limitations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, you know, uh, as far as, but you know, dating someone's potential. It's nothing wrong with that at all. <clears throat> because I feel like you're gonna do that regardless. Right. Like I said before, everybody's their own individual, that everybody got their own. I mean, it don't matter how long you've been with someone, you still, you know, you guys are still individuals. You have your own specific goals that you're working towards. So I feel like, you know, dating someone's potential is just definitely nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. A P what you got? I think dating someone's potential means meeting them where they are, but knowing or thinking you know that they'll be better than what they are at that current moment but being happy with who they are so even if they don't progress right you're okay amen okay yeah there we go. And that's what i think webster's dictionary defines potential as the uh, possible as opposed to actual or capable of be being or becoming and you know just me personally i feel that you know we always you know, like, or we always fall in love with someone's potential. Um, you know, like I could, I could aspire to become a rapper. Oh God! <laughs> One of these days we'll drop that that good old <laughs> pretty boy black that freestyle. Boy black freestyle, <laughs> yeah. But you know, if I have a if I have a woman in my life and you know she's rooting me on and she's like, hey, you can be anything you want to be. You know, that's that's going to make me feel good. That's going to, that's going to want to make me keep going. As for her, if, if she, you know, wants to be the, you know, a senator, you know, I'm I'm going to support that. You know, I'm going right. to, I fall in love with that. Yeah. I, I fall in love with her hustle, her drive, that ambition. That means a lot. You know, it's like, you know, I know this may not have anything to do with it, but I tell my kids this all the time. You can be anything you want to be. You know, you can do anything you want to do just as long as you you know you keep that focus and you keep that drive and you know exactly what you want so that's what i think okay mm-hmm. i like it i like it okay. i like it i mean i agree with y'all for me it's seeing something in someone and sticking with them and supporting them and that can be emotionally or financially you know because you think that eventually they're going to become the person that they were meant to be the person that you see them being um, so I think we're pretty much all on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to let our listeners know how this topic came up. Um, Infinity War is out now and it's an amazing movie. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> we, I might have to do like a video on that on the Instagram, but that's not why we're here. Um, uh, before Infinity War came out, uh, everybody was riding the like wave of Black Panther. It was mm-hmm. a highly successful movie. I think it exceeded everyone's expectations in terms of number one, how good the movie was, and how it fared in the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, but like not too long after the movie came out, 
Ryan Coogler, the director, they released this quote that he said about his wife. And so it got me curious to see how you guys felt about it. And so he said, and I quote, my wife, she was my girl at the time. And they had a software where you could write screenplays. I was trying to write in Microsoft Word. It's impossible because you got to format it. Uh, he said, because your format got to be right. I was broke playing football on the little scholarship money. And my wife scraped together some cheese and bought me Final Draft, which is a software that you write your movies on. And she got me that. And so there were a lot of people that mm. felt like his wife was being rewarded for investing in her man. And so I was just curious to know, is that how people feel like relationships are supposed to work? Yes. Okay. Yes. So what would you, you're asking, should every woman be like that in a relationship? I mean, is that what it takes? Like, you are you invest because you're expecting a payoff or you just like is that how it's supposed to work yeah i think you invest because you're expecting a payoff but not in a sense to oh my husband's gonna be famous not self-serving yeah you you know it's like i'm investing because i know that this is what i want you can invest in a man that says he wants to be um he works for the post office and you know he works 12 hour shifts and you're used to somebody being at home when you get home and you have family time and all of this, your investment may be time. You know what I mean? Cause he may not be there at your every back and call because he works, but you really love him. You think he's going to be an amazing husband and father and whatever. And you want to be with him. So that's your investment is, or your sacrifice. That's mm-hmm. what I'll say. Cause okay. investment sacrifice is kind of, it goes hand in hand with each other. So, right. Yeah. I mean, off the top of my head, there are a couple like celebrity couples that I can think of where, the the woman was more successful in the man in the beginning mm-hmm. and it for lack of a better word paid off so um ti and tiny you know back in the day she was in escape and they were a mega successful r&b group before he was you know king of the south mm-hmm. and so i feel like she saw something in him and believed in him and for the most part it, it's worked out they've had a lot of ups and downs but um they still seem to be together and happy and barack and michelle Um, Before his Senate run, Michelle was the VP for Community and External Affairs for the University of Chicago Medical Center, and she reportedly earned $317,000 in 2005. So she was doing well, but she believed in his, you know, political aspirations and supported her man and went on the campaign trail with him. And obviously he was 44 Come back, Barack. We miss you. Please come back. Come back. We miss you. So much. Um, But I don't know, you know, if it's a reward for sticking with your man or if it just worked out that way. Um, But, you know, back in the day, TLC had that song, No Scrubs. And they caught flack for coming off like gold diggers. Because they didn't want a guy that didn't have his stuff together. The same with Destiny's Child with Bills, Bills, Bills. Right. So do you guys think, conversely, you know, we, we've talked about women supporting their men when they didn't have it all. Do you think that a woman that wants financial security is a gold digger? No. Okay. There's nothing wrong with a, a woman want, wanting to have financial security because as a man you're going to want to make sure she has that. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, as a man, like Steve Harvey says, and I I believe this, you know, a man, he professed 
provides and protects. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? The three P's? I don't know what Steve Harvey says. I don't like him. <laughs> I, well, sorry. It's okay. I do, but it's okay. I but, still want to hear what, what you're saying. I, 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 think, good, I think that's, yeah, I think that's what it is. Profess, provide, protect. Um, but I believe that. Um, so, no, because a man wants to, initially, he wants to give that to his woman. Mm-hmm. So, like with me, I want to be married. I know I'm not at a at a at a stage right now where I can be, but once I am, that's what I want to provide to my wife. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with a woman seeking financial stability. Absolutely, ahead of time. Right. Absolutely. I actually read this thing on Facebook not too long ago. I'm gonna see if I can find it. So there was a girl. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but she said she was dating a Mexican man. And she always asks, she always asks the men that she dates about their first love. And so he told her that his first love was the girl in Mexico and he was like crazy about her, but he couldn't marry her because she came from a wealthy family and he didn't have the money to give her that kind of life. And so the girl, she was like, but if you guys loved each other, then it shouldn't matter. And love is all that matters basically. And so he told her, don't get offended. But only black women think like that, and it's not good. He said, if I love her, why would I want to offer her a lesser life than she was raised with? What kind of man would I be if I took a woman I loved from a life where she wanted for nothing and gave her a life where she had to do without? I was raised to believe that if a man does not do that to a woman, well, he was raised to believe that a man doesn't do that to a woman that he loves. If I really love her, I want her to have the best life. I want her to have everything she has now and even more if that's possible. So... Um, I just thought that was interesting because I feel like it is a conversation we have a lot in the black community. Obviously, I don't know what's going on in communities other than the black community, like very well, because I'm rooting for everybody black. Like I'm black. I know what's going on here. But I do feel like that's a conversation we have a lot um, that like women think you have to go through the struggle um, because you love someone. You know, what I mean, that love is is enough. And so. I was just curious to know if y'all thought that, you know, made a woman more down or if wanting financial security is a bad thing. Well, I'll let the men go first. Well, yeah, Derek, when I, I cut him off a yeah. little bit after his you Steve Harvey you, thing, you but you don't. I, 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 I don't. I have very Steve strong Harvey? opinions about hey, him, but I'm, I'm good, baby. You said what you had to say. I didn't think I cut you off. I just it's okay, came in I'm after. I'm so used to that. Like, you know what? I'm so used to that. Yeah. I, 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 used to getting slapped too. Damn. No. You are going to like it too. No. <laughs> the, you, that was the worst. Eric, <laughs> go ahead. Y'all crazy. Yours is so slow. <laughs> right. I'm like, Sean like is a little faster than that time. But, but E, do you think that a woman that wants financial security is a, a gold digger? Absolutely not. I don't, I don't think so at all. Um, because, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, especially in the world we live in today, you know, you, you have to have financial security. Um, because if you don't and, you know, you're struggling, I just feel like, you know, with two people, if, 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 someone's, if someone's already struggling, I mean, you can help them. But as far as, like, dating and, you know, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't feel like it's necessary. Let that man get on his feet first. Take care of what he got to take care of. Once he gets on his feet, then y'all can go ahead and date and or whatever. But as far as, like, her wanting financial security, I don't think that's a problem. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's um, actually a, a good idea because so if you get involved with somebody that's already kind of struggling and you're trying to help them, they can actually bring you down as well. So instead of, you know, dating and becoming something serious, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you know, if you like that person, you don't necessarily have to date them, but you can be a, a good friend, mentor to them to bring them back up. And, you know, once they get up to a certain level and you see their potential that they're growing, then, yeah. Here's my thing, man. Ain't nothing yeah. cool about struggling. Nah. Ain't nothing cool no, at all not. about struggling. And, and it, yeah, I just, I just feel like it's unnecessary to bring somebody into your struggling well, that was going to be a follow-up question yeah. that I have for y'all. So the women that are willing to go through the struggle, does that make her more down necessarily because she's willing to, to stick no, through all of that? I don't uh. think so. And then what what's the struggle? Like, I think we're all for going through the struggle, but we both we all have our own cars, our own houses, we pay our own bills, but we're still struggling to get where we want to be. That to me is okay, but it depends on what your what your definition of the struggle is. If That's you're living true. at home with your parents and you know you working at McDonald's, and we're talking about when you're thirty plus, because we all are then maybe that's a struggle that I'm not willing to embark upon. But if you're, you know, you're 30 plus, you're in school, you're working, you know, a regular nine to five, it's not your career job or what you want to be your career job, but it's, you know, making the, the, the paying the bills and you're working towards being where you want to be. Then yeah, that's the struggle that I'm willing to say, you know what, I'll sacrifice and I'll, I'll yeah. ride this journey with you. Yeah. You, you. You're not a CEO, but you're trying to be a CEO or you're not, you know, an entrepreneur, but you're trying to get your 5013C off the ground. You know, right. like that's a struggle I'm willing to embark upon. But if you're, 30 plus and you're like well i don't really know what i want to do i'm like yeah yeah, okay you don't know what you want to do you sitting by you know playing video games right no so let's say he's you know you guys are both working when you meet he's he's got a a decent job you know what i mean and he has aspirations to be this ceo but then you guys create this life with Mm -hmm. each other you know you I guess you stop working. Maybe you guys have kids and you stop working. And so now you are dependent upon his salary and it's not providing that's a, a life. No, no, ladies don't ever depend on a man's salary. Okay. For so th- that's the question that I think that I'm asking about the struggle. It's like, I think a lot of times men want to have that like biblical relationship. You know what I mean? That marriage where they're the provider, but it's like, it's hard out here to, to, to make it on one income nowadays, I, you know and what? So it's that is true. But this is when I say where you know, if you back to the biblical thing, as a man, period, you have to be willing. The man, the male struggle and the female struggle is different, and the black male struggle and the the black female struggle is completely different. And I think the black male struggle is the hardest struggle of every race, every and every gender. But the overall outcome is also better than every uh, race and every gender. So if you're not willing to put in that work as a black man, then I'm just sorry. You're not living to your fullest potential. Yes, it's 20 times harder. Yes, it's 20 times more difficult. But the overall outcome is a lot better. So I, if you're not willing to put in that work, I'm just sorry. You know? Right. And I think that black men should get a black woman that's willing to support them and be there for them because that struggle is very difficult. But then you need a woman that's going to nurture you and talk to you and pray for you and be there for you and if you don't have that woman then I don't think you'll be as successful either it's a partnership right and you can't make it alone you can't do it alone and that's that's the word that I use a lot go ahead that's where that collaboration comes into play it has to be a collaboration you have to be able to 
coincide with each other and work together as a team. Snoop Dogg uh, wrote a quote, and I'm going to find it. We'll go into something else really quick while I'm looking this up. But it pretty much just talked about, you know, um, and I, I saw this quote a while ago, and it said, you know, behind every successful black woman. Well, but was it the one where he kind of uh, shaded Kanye? Yes. Okay. Without I saw that. yeah, he I, shaded I him without shading him. Yeah. Well, well while we'll you're looking that for that, I'm gonna say this. So I think that most people that know me know that I'm very independent. I work two jobs. Like I told you guys, I'm gonna start real estate school. Like I have a certain lifestyle that I plan to provide for myself. Um, and so that doesn't mean that I expect that the man that I end up with provide that as well, but I just want someone that I feel like matches my hustle. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. we're equals, not necessarily when it comes to like monetary gain, right. but I just need us to be on the same page. For me, it's a partnership. And so I don't think that I could be with somebody that's complacent and that doesn't want more for themselves. You know what I mean? Um, and there are a lot of jobs out here nowadays that don't pay a ton of money. And I feel like people just get a job and they just work that job and they don't want more. And I'm not okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it's really finding someone that is on the same page as me. Right. Equally yoked. Yeah, exactly. And so that doesn't mean that you have to be a millionaire. Right. Right. Um, but I, again, I do have like things that I expect because I'm providing them for myself. And so I don't think that I could date down. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not looking to you to sponsor my lifestyle because I can do it myself. But I just need you to bring the same thing to and, the table. And, Absolutely. And, and, and I feel like, I'm sorry, I feel like this too. Um, as, you know, black men and black women, um, don't compare yourself to any other relationship. I always see people say, you know, relationship goals. This is what I want. This yeah. is, but you don't, but, but, but you don't, you yeah. don't know what that person had to go through yeah. to and get there. You honestly you, don't even know what they're still going they're through. Still going mm -hmm. through. Exactly. Cause you know what I'm saying? I mean, we all dealt cards, man, you know, different cards. We got different hands. So, mm -hmm. you know, you just got to play, you know, what, what you got. And I think that we are in a time now where we broadcast a lot of what we do on social media. And so mm -hmm. you see the more glamorous aspects of their relationship but behind closed doors they can't stand each other yeah. and so you know don't fall into this trap of believing what people post you know what I mean like that's what they post to be but that's not who they really are yep. you know what I mean I just so I don't think that trap. you should that's compare true. yourself that's to these voice. like <laughs> lifestyles that people are showing you on social media that are probably manufactured and, mm -hmm. and not all that real. Exactly. Um, and I think that um, I found the Snoop Dogg quote. And what it says is the evolution of Jay-Z and Kanye show you how influential your wife can be to your life. Mm. And hey, take it for how you, however you want to take it. Mm. But like Cole said, you know, broadcasting things on social media, Beyonce, people even, you know, shame her for being private. And everybody knows Kim is very, you know, open to to everything that she does. She's sexually open. She's per she's just an open person, and you know, displays a lot of things on social media. And right. I think that being private has helped Jay Z and Beyonce's relationship. Now, yes, he cheated allegedly, um, but 
I still think that Beyonce was um, private enough to know, you know what? I still want my marriage. Let me see what I can do to fix this. And I'm not going to tell social media about it. My fans don't need to know. His fans don't need to know. We're going to make this work. And then we're going to put out some albums and put out a tour and make some money off of it. You know what I'm saying? So that's how you're supposed to be instead of just putting everything on social media for people to judge and comment on. So men, make sure you get a wife that's willing to make sure you guys are good no matter what you go through. Because Beyonce and Jay-Z went through a very tumultuous um of i don't know what you would call that something and they were both able to get through it make money from it and and still come out on top you know so just make sure you find somebody you're equally yoked with i i want to interject this conversation and ask you guys the men specifically a question because you you said something that triggered something in me so a lot of times when we see these very public relationships the men will cheat on the women and then you know they end up staying together and mm-hmm. they always say that the situation made them stronger yep. um, now you guys know that I'm very big on reciprocity and I just feel like we don't hear a lot of relationships where the woman cheats and they still come out stronger. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the man humbles himself and kind of figures out what happened and where the disconnect you know what? I was. I think a so- lot of that goes on in, in the black community, like Derek said, and we just keep it under the rug. What do you mean? Mm. That the women like, cheat absolutely. and, and, and the they men, stay together? Yep. And I think the male ego, it will not let it come out. And the pride, they won't let it come out. I think a lot of that is going on in the, in the black community. Um, well, okay. I think... What I'm referring to is not when it's being swept under the rug. Theirs are very public because they're celebrities. But I think it's one of those things where it's can a man's ego handle a relationship where the woman is openly, you know, having an affair and then they come out. That's the problem that I think that I have. Yeah, yeah, I have to. Yeah, honestly, I mean, let's keep it one hundred. It's going to be more difficult for you to make it work with, um, like, if I'm dating somebody and they cheat on me and it's broadcasted everywhere across the community or whatever, everybody knows about it. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's going to be difficult. It's a hard pill to swallow. I ain't going to lie. It is. Versus, you know, you know, she, she cheated on you. Not a lot of people know about it. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to kind of deal with it because you're not having to deal with the social backlash of mm-hmm. it. Now, as a man, you know, I mean, you know, it it, it just comes down to it that way. I mean, of course, love is love. So right. if you if you really love that person and you want to make it work, you will find a way, you know, to make it work. But I'm just saying it is extra difficult if it's broadcasted right. <laughs> across. Well, Derek, I'm going to say something I've never said before. You're quiet. So <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts? I, I, you know, I like to... I guess when we have these deep conversations, you like to think a little I bit. Like to, I like to take a little. I like to take it all in. You know, I just like to. I like to listen to what you guys say, and then I, I'll save what I need to say for. I guess for last. I don't know. But um, ask me your question one more time. Okay. So in these situations of DJ Envy, who we know cheated on his wife, mm-hmm. Beyonce and Jay Z, um, these very open adulterous relationships cardi b Public. and offset mm-hmm. um the women are sticking with the men and they always say it made them stronger if you went through something like that not necessarily on obviously like a celebrity level but yeah. you know people know that your girl your friends on you, your friends know your family and know. it's out there for everyone to to see and kind of judge are you going to be able to 
work through that because you love her and be stronger after yeah. the situation? Women are stronger than men, so men can't handle that type of uh, mm-hmm. that type of uh, anguish, embarrassment. It's, yeah, it yeah. is a word. Yeah, but, I mean, this, I hear this, this you. I hear you. But, I think it's bullshit, but I hear you. Yeah, and but I, 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 like I said, man, it's it's all dependent. Like if you you know really love somebody, yeah, they make we all make mistakes. We all fall, you know have you know shortcomings. You know we fall short in different aspects of life. But um, I'm not saying that it won't be difficult, but I'm also not saying that it's not impossible mm-hmm. to make it work. Yeah, it's not man. impossible that you it's can't just gonna make take a little bit more time, maybe. If, but if the girl cheated on, if the girl cheated on me, it's not gonna make it impossible for me to, like, you know, forgive and, and love her. Yeah, it's gonna it's, it's gonna be hard as fuck. And now I have to question myself: Do I even want to do that? Um, like I said, I think women, I think women can do it better than men because women are stronger than I don't think that's what it is. I think are. we've just been I conditioned. Think, no, yep. I think, I, well, this is what I think. Mm. I hear you. So, yeah. I mean, you have your thoughts and I have my thoughts. I hear you. Come I'm on, just yeah. offering a rebuttal. <laughs> but I'm just, but that's, that's what I think. Okay. I think, women, I think women are stronger. <laughs> that's my rebuttal. I think women are stronger than men so women can handle a, a situation like that better than what a man, a man can because the man has that ego. And you know we have we have to feed our ego. Um, so that's 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 personally that's personally what I think. But that goes back to all of the things that we were saying before about how we've been raised to mm-hmm. to go like along with things like what happens in this house stays in this house. And so I think that women have been conditioned to be like, oh, well, he's just being a man, and so you're supposed to accept it because. For whatever reason, I never said accept it. I, but what I'm saying is, you're saying that women are stronger. I don't we, think that no, there's women are stronger. Yes, than men? yes, I we think are. That, that women are stronger <laughs> in some ways. But what I'm saying like is that. that women are suffering in silence because women have been, been trained and conditioned to just deal with it because yep. the expectation is that you guys are going to be unfaithful. Yeah, and that you don't break up your home. It's not that we're stronger. It's just we don't know any better because we haven't been trained to do better. And I don't think that men are held accountable for their actions. And so you guys get to cheat, have your cake and eat it too, and then still come out stronger. And I think it's bullshit. And women are labeled. Exactly. And so I don't, I don't like it. I'm not here for it, but (laughs) I was just curious to know what you guys thought. Yeah. Um, Because, I don't know. I just I don't like double standards, and so I feel like that's, that's what that standard. is. That is a um, double standard. And you know, I just wanted to get your take on that. But we'll have a, an episode on like infidelity and marriage and all of that down oh, the yeah. road. Bunch so um, we we have a lot coming up. Um, <laughs> Stay but, tuned, guys. It gets good. It, yeah, yeah. There, there is one thing that I wanted to say though. So there, are, I feel like non financial ways that you can date someone's potential, um, and I think that we're all guilty of it. Like you fall in love with somebody and you think that they have a lot of good qualities, um, but you know there are certain like behaviors or traits that you really wish that they wouldn't, you know what I mean? They wouldn't, I don't even know the word that I want to articulate. I feel like there are certain behaviors that you wish that they would change. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, especially for you. And so I, I think that you hope that they're going to grow out of it. Right. Um, and so for me, I think that that's falling in love with the potential that someone has to be instead of doing what you said earlier, AP, which is like loving them where they're at right. and yeah. accepting them. Right. Um, and I think a lot of times that's harmful too because 
you shouldn't expect someone to change for you. Right. You know what I mean? They're going to change for themselves. And if they want to become a better person because they love you, right. then that's a journey that they'll have to go on on their own. But yeah. you can't just expect people to change. You that know, change yeah. you should evolve, but right. not change. And there is a difference. There is a there's a, a difference. A big difference. Um, like Maya Angelou said, when someone shows you who they are, believe, believe them, them the first time. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us fall in love with people for the wrong reasons. And then we end up upset that they were the person that they showed us the whole time. We just hoped that they would be better because, Mm -hmm. you know, we saw the potential in them. Um, So the last question, I guess, do you guys think there's an age limit on potential? I know that we talked about that a little bit, but we're all at that age where we need to start dating with intention and purpose because yes. we're still young enough to have fun, but we're also too old to waste five years on some relationship right. that's not going anywhere. Yeah, right? I, f- I feel like um, for men, I don't feel like it's an age limit. Hmm. I feel like for women it is because, okay. of course, like I said, it's it's because y'all have that time, y'all have that, that, that biological What if you clock take biological ticking? clocks out the equation? You still think you can be a 40-year-old man and still chasing pum pum? <laughs> I'm just saying. So <laughs> Ew, that <laughs> laugh. <laughs> yeah. I can be okay. a 40-year-old man and Hell, chase still chasing pum pum. Okay. Okay. I feel like it. I mean. I don't think anyone expected anything different for you, Derek. Right. That's not a shocker. Right. Crazy. But go ahead. I'm sorry, man. No, no, you fine, man. I mean, I just feel like um, it, it is a difference between you know a man and a woman because it just and it all also depends on if you're trying to have a family or not. It it depends on it, it just it just really depends on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. That's and good. We, I didn't yeah. think about that. If you want a family, yeah, it's a time limit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. agree with you. I feel like you know women, and we have to take the biological clock into it. Sorry, <laughs> I feel like you know with men, there's not really a a, a time, but with a, a woman, you know, is it a double standard to think that she matures faster? No, it's not. That's wants, a proven fact. She wants certain things. That is a proven a fact. Science has proven that women all, do develop faster than men. I'm all about science. Okay, I love science. That is a proven fact. Science is my favorite subject. Okay, one of my favorite <laughs> subjects. I'm sorry, Cole. I know. I, I see you breathing deeply. <laughs> I, I apologize. <laughs> But yeah, I think the backhand is coming. <laughs> swear, please don't hit me. I'm not, not on air. <laughs> don't be violent. Uh, but yeah, um, for women, yes. For men, you know, it. Yeah and no, it depends. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, what is the takeaway? Like, is it wrong to date someone's potential, or is it just wrong if you're expecting a reward at the end of it? Like, if you're going into it, like, oh he might go pro, so let me stick with him. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, If you're doing it with the expectation of, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this out of it, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. That's Absolutely. good, dude. If you're, if you're doing it just because you, you love that person, you're down with that person, you no want to see where that person, go. you know. You care about that person. You care about you, up you, or down. Yeah. You're still there. You, yeah, then, you, yeah, that's, that's a good thing. You want to see mm-hmm. them succeed. You want to see them progress. You know what I'm saying? Even if they fall, you want to see them get back up. You, yeah. you want to be there to help them to get back up, too. Okay. Damn, that sound good. It does. <laughs> God, man. Damn. You're the smoothest nigga I know. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, <laughs> boy. Boy, you smooth like butter. Oh, my God. God. You crazy, I love that guy, man. man. 
It's cool. Well, <laughs> what sort of takeaway do you want to leave our listeners with today as it relates to dating someone's potential? Go ahead, AP. Tell them. I would say that everybody individually should strive to be their best, be the best you that you can possibly be. And then when you do decide to date and people, you know, date you, then they won't have to just date your potential. Because if you're striving to be the best that you're going to be, then that your potential mm. is the best that it's ever going to be. Mm. Damn. Mm. Okay. That mm. was probably better than what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, hey. Damn, I'm sorry. Did, I, I was going to ask. That shit was good. That shit was gold. Oh, oh, like, I, damn, felt, I don't even think we I need to say that. Do we need to say that? No, I else? feel like that I was a good wrap up. I don't. Y'all are crazy. I like you. He's so stupid. He's the model. Go check out our IG. AP the model. Check out AP. Check us all out. We're going to wrap this thing up so you guys know where to find us. Thank you for tuning in again. Again, if this is your first time, thank you for joining us. Um, Black, you never go first. So I'm going to make you let everyone know how they can find you first. I'm looking you in your eyes. I'm looking you in your eyes. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Let them know how they can find you. You can find me at the Black Clark Kent. That's at T-H-A Black Clark Kent. I hate you. I love you too. I, you too, I know. You, know, you, had to, you had to go first. <laughs> All right, you can check me out at uh, king.kong06 on IG. AP. You can find me at AP the model. Ooh. And you guys can find me. Let's do it together, oh guys. Oh my God. It's at <laughs> darling underscore Nikki underscore. 84. I almost left one of my own underscores out. The teamwork makes you. the dream work. It does. And, and you can follow the quad at the, the, the quad pod. pod. And make sure you guys are commenting on our posts. Please talk to us. And leaving reviews. Um, y'all know I'm lame. So on Coming to America at the Black Awareness Rally. I knew it. Wait, <laughs> what? At, knew it. On Coming to America at the Black Awareness Rally, they passed around collection plates, and Lisa told them that they appreciate the kind of money that jingles, but they rather have the kind that folds. And that's how we feel about these reviews. Like, I appreciate when people text me to say that they like the show, okay. but the reviews help. So make sure you guys are leaving the reviews. Yes. Until next time, guys. Peace.